0: Alright, welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Tuesday, March 26th. As always, we're presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski. No Truman today, but we have Brian back in the studio.
1: Great to be here.
0: He's on spring break right now, so uh, we got him in for a show. Uh, Truman was supposed to be on to help us with the uh, Mike Trout thing. I know you wanted to talk about that, but uh, he's not. He couldn't make it work. He'll be on next he'll be on Thursday show. Uh, with his roommate Ryan, we're going to do a show with them on Thursday, so look out for that. But we do have Brian here today, it's just us two. We're going to talk everything that's happened over the weekend, sports, uh, football, baseball, basketball. we got a big show planned for you today and a little bit of bold predictions later in the show for the MLB season. So let's start with NCAA, the bracket, March Madness. Brian doesn't really watch college basketball, didn't fill out a bracket. I did
1: not. wanted to save my money. I thought it was worth
0: it. So, uh, you you can talk a little bit. You know a couple of these games. But uh, so far, my bracket, 88% correct. That's pretty good. Pretty good. I picked Syracuse to go to the Sweet 16. That was probably my worst pick because they lost first round to Baylor. Oh. Um, And I picked Northeastern to beat Kansas, which was bad.
1: Not going to lie,
0: I didn't even know Northeastern
1: was a school. (laughs) Okay,
0: Well, see, I tried. I don't know. I tried, but it didn't work out. Um, But I'd say the biggest things um, over this weekend, it's kind of been a boring bracket. Um, No one, two, or three seeds has been knocked out yet. So it's pretty much been straight chalk. Um, Oregon's the 12th seed. That's the lowest seed still in it. They beat Wisconsin, and they beat... um, uh UC Irvine, which I picked. Uh so that was um they're the lowest seeds still in it, but everybody else has pretty much stayed the course. Um you know you know John Morant. Yeah. Okay, yeah. John Morant went off probably the player of the tournament if he wouldn't have gotten eliminated by uh shit. Who did Marty State lose to? they lost to somebody um, <laughs> I'm but sorry, yeah. don't know how, he was he was really good uh, he showed out um, I shouldn't have picked against him in the first round but I did uh, then you know taco fall yeah yeah I mean, I,
1: it's hard to miss
0: yeah seven six size 22 shoe eight foot wingspan
1: I think the craziest thing to me about taco fall is the fact that he's not like just like a
0: twig like, yeah he is pretty built. like built up yeah I mean he is I mean you saw in the game versus uh Shoot, why can't I remember? Uh, VCU, you saw he was a force. All they had to do was literally just drive it and then throw it to him. He'd catch it and dunk it. I and mean, then, he barely has to jump. To yeah, get to the and feet. then Duke, you saw the same thing except he got fouled out. Uh, but the Duke-UCF uh, game was probably the best game so far. Um, did you watch that? I did not, but I saw that it was very close was yeah, like, so, like within one point, uh, I think. UCF, I think, was pretty underrated coming into this tournament. I think people underrate having a seven foot six center in the middle there because um, he's the tallest player. He'd be the tallest player if he went to the NBA right now. Um, he's insane, and like you said, he's built. But, uh, yeah, he fouled out the last second. So he fouled out on Zion, got an N1, okay? Mm-hmm. And they were down by two. You saw this, right? or? Yeah, I okay. Didn't, I did not. Okay, well, Zion got an and one. They were down by uh, one. No, they are down by... They were tied, okay? And Zion got an and <laughs> one, all right? Because he hit Taco Fall. Taco Fall got fouled out. And then Zion went to the free throw and missed the shot. And then R.J. Barrett grabbed it and threw it in. And they went up by two. Really? And wow. then UCF had uh, like 10 seconds left. And they threw it up there, got really close to the little layup, missed, and they said if Taco Fall would have been there in the game, he would have grabbed that and put it in it. Wow. But,
1: I think I actually kind of saw, like I heard a little bit about that ending.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's probably the best game so far. Everything else has been kind of a blowout. Um, Virginia almost lost the first round. Did you see that? I did not. <laughs> last I mean, year, I mean, you know they lost last year, right, so, to a 16th seed? Yeah, I do remember that. First team ever. Well, this year, they were down at halftime to the 16th seed they were playing. So everybody was like, oh, it's going to happen again. But then they came back and dominated. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, Ohio State won their first game, went farther than Wisconsin. Um, it's all that matters at yeah, the end of the day. Big Ten went 7 1 in the first round. Who, who's that one? Uh, I say, I. I honestly have no Wisconsin. idea. Wisconsin. Oh, oh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Truman was pissed. We were at the BW3s in Medina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were at the BW3s in Medina, <laughs> and Oregon went up by, like, 12, and there was, like, Oregon fans in the Medina BW3s, which makes no sense at yeah, all. Yeah, that's
1: really weird. And they were,
0: like, cheering, and they are all drunk and cheering, and Truman was getting pissed off. So it was a good game overall. But, yeah, then Ohio State, you know, they beat Iowa State, and then they got the doors blown off by a uh, – uh, Houston, who was pretty good. Um, but other than that, yeah, like I said, it's been a pretty straightforward tournament. Um, you didn't fill out a bracket, but who do you think? Gonna I mean, win?
1: I'm going to go with just a totally original pick here. I'm going to go with Duke.
0: Duke, yeah. I mean, that's Everybody's picking Duke. I picked North Carolina, though. I couldn't tell. I, I, <laughs> I, I have no. You don't watch college <laughs> basketball, but I picked Duke, North Carolina, and I picked North Carolina to win. So that's where we're at right now. I
1: <laughs> I mean, North Carolina, I know, is like a perennial powerhouse. Yeah, I but. trust,
0: I feel like when Duke and North Carolina play, it's kind of like you, know, you can just throw everything out, and it's just kind of like it's a rivalry game. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Everyone plays up.
0: Yeah, everybody plays up, and like I trust Roy Williams, I think, more than I trust Coach K. Really? Yeah. I like it's Coach K. I like, I like Coach K, but I like Roy Williams. I think he's better than Coach K. But because I think Coach K gets these recruits, and he kind of lives off of his recruits. But Roy Williams, I mean, he gets recruits, but he doesn't get, like, high guys. Yeah, he doesn't have Zion. Yeah. And then, obviously, Michigan's still in it. John Teske's been playing well. Yeah,
1: I thought that was really – I think it's cool seeing yeah. John
0: Teske all over the place. And they had – I was watching on ESPN, they had undervalued players in the tournament. And and it was John, John Teske, Teske was really? Well. Yeah. So that was pretty cool.
1: He looks a little bit more built up than, like, what I remember him looking yeah. like. I, I don't when know. He maybe came in, crazy. he was, like,
0: uh, he was kind of a twig. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but, I mean, he's filled out. Like, most guys are, you know, when they're that tall. But he's filled out. Um, but other than that, I think you know that's pretty much it with the tournament. Um, Thursday, we'll have a little bit more. We'll do a little bit more of a breakdown for Thursday, Friday's games, and then you know the Elite Eight. So, other than that, though, we're gonna move to football. Gronkowski, hanging it up. What do you What he spend? Nine seasons in the NFL, three Super Bowls. So, thirty three percent of his NFL career was on Super Bowl winning teams. I I feel like
1: Rob Gronkowski. I don't know, if I was in Rob Gronkowski's shoes with all the injuries that he's had over the years and he's won three Super Bowls, like, there's... Mm -hmm. He's been an all-pro. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's been, like, just, like, the best tight end in football pretty much since he's entered the NFL. I just think he's, like... He has nothing else to prove, really, besides maybe being, like, the greatest tight end of all time. Yeah, I mean, like
0: you said, he's only been nine years in the NFL, and I think he's... And he's not... The clear favorite, I think, for best tight end of all time. But he's in that argument now. Yeah. And, he, like he said, he's only 29 years old. which exactly. is insane. Uh But, yeah, injuries have been a problem. He doesn't look like he's ever healthy the last couple of seasons. No. He wears a huge arm brace, huge-ass arm brace.
1: I think the arm brace looks kind of cool. It makes him look yeah. bigger uh, than he actually is.
0: Yeah, remember <laughs> when he uh, played Buffalo? And, like, the dude recovered a fumble, he, like, fell on him with it. Do you remember that?
1: I do not remember oh, seeing that. He calls it I... concussion. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Geez. He uses that
0: thing. He uses it like a weapon. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, he, I'm sure he can't, like,
0: really feel anything yeah, out of it. Because he's all doped up on that stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah, so Rob Gronkowski, nine seasons, NFL. Could he come back, though, you think? I don't
1: think that Rob Gronkowski is going to come back. But no? I, I just don't think he, like, sees that it's worth it to, like, Risk his body yeah. anymore. I mean, he's a twenty-nine-year-old guy. Like, mm. I think he wants to be able to like, like walk I mean, he's got... and like function someday. Yeah. I and mean,
0: he, like you said, and... he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. He's set for life with money because who's not gonna want to pay to like see Robert Gronkowski? It,
1: he also hasn't spent any of his game checks at all. Really? Yeah, he has saved all of his wow. game checks, and he literally he only lives off of his uh like. Uh, sponsorship money and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, which I'm
0: sure is, like, up there. And I'm sure he'll find something to do, you know, after this. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like wrestling he was in. He's got <laughs> a Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit model girlfriend. I did not know yeah, that. That's been, not
1: exactly shocking.
0: Though. Yeah, they've been dating for a while. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to be all right, I think. I think he'll be fine without football.
1: I think the one thing that I do want to say about, about Rob Gronkowski is that I'm going to miss... I'm going to really miss watching him play when he is healthy because I've never seen anyone in the NFL where, like, when he has the ball in his hands, he
0: looks literally like a man amongst boys. Like, no mm-hmm. one can bring him down. He's, he, he's like, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, like yeah. a million pounds of just muscle. And
1: he's just so athletic.
0: It's, it's just insane. Yeah, I
1: don't, I'm don't. i going to really miss watching Rob, Rob Gronkowski play.
0: Yeah, and so am I. But, I mean, I guess, like, the last couple of years, though, he hasn't been, you know, what – Rob Gronkowski's been in the past with injuries, but still. I mean, still
1: like even yeah. in the Super Bowl though, like yeah, and in, like in the so. AFC Championship game leading up, like
0: made great plays. To, yeah, I don't know. He's yeah, he's gonna be missed. I think everybody's gonna miss uh, Rob Gronkowski, but uh, he'll be all right in the in the long run. I think uh, another guy, Johnny Manziel. Did You watch his AAF debut. I did not, but I saw like pictures I of up, it. Me and Truman stayed up, and we watched <laughs> the entire Birmingham Iron versus uh, Memphis Express game. Wow. Yeah. Was it worth it? He played two series. That was it. That was it. They switched him out with this other quarterback, Brandon Silver's from Troy.
1: And was
0: Was he good? Or he was. Oh, Johnny Manziel. Was Johnny Manziel good? Was there a reason they took him out? He completed. Oh, I think they were just kind of like getting his feet wet you know what i mean okay but uh yeah he came in a couple series ran around a little bit he only completed a couple passes one was like a 60 yard bomb though which was pretty nice uh but then one thing that happened was in the aaf you're mic'd up as a quarterback right
1: oh really oh yeah that's right (laughs) and he
0: uh he got sacked and the guy was celebrating and there was like they were losing johnny's team and uh it was like the second quarter, I think, and the guy was celebrating, screaming around uh, the guy who sacked him, and then Johnny Menzel, they had him mic'd up, and he was like, hey, you better stop celebrating, there's a lot of time left, and I'm about to turn it up on your bitch ass. Really? Yeah, <laughs> like live television. Uh. So, I mean, and then he got, he came over to the sidelines, and you could tell the coach was pissed, that he was just like saying that stuff, um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it's cool to see him play again. I don't know, you, were you ever... Uh, Johnny Manziel fan?
1: I was never a Johnny Manziel fan, but, like, I don't know. I feel for Johnny Manziel. Like, I feel like he was kind of set up to fail in mm-hmm. the NFL, like going to the Browns. And, I don't know. I, I
0: hope that Johnny Manziel, like, figures it out and becomes successful. <laughs> yeah, I think, you, like you said, he was set up to I mean, he went to the Browns, his first-round pick. Uh, Mike Pettin was there. They had Brian Hoyer, and they were having a good season. And then, like, I guess Jimmy Haslam kept pressuring and pressuring um, Mike Pettin to put Johnny Menzel in, and he finally did, and he wasn't ready at all. Do you remember his first start? Yeah. Versus the Bengals? Yes. <laughs> it was a mess. And he was, like, throwing the ball the other way, the running back was running, and it was a, it was yeah, a mess. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's not easy to go to Cleveland and, like, Especially at
1: that time, too. Like, I mean, yeah. now Cleveland's, like, up on the like on the upswing, mm-hmm. I guess you could say,
0: but... Yeah, uh, at the time they were not. Uh, no, it was uh, a very, very unhealthy v- environment. And I think you need a guy like Johnny Menzel. I feel like he's something wrong mentally, you know? What yeah. I mean? And like you got to have a strong mental quarterback like Baker Mayfield to really turn a franchise around, and I just don't think Johnny was that.
1: And I I think like I don't know. I feel like you can't even really blame Johnny Menzel for like I I mean he thought he was I'm sure he thought that he was like God's gift, practically, and, I mean, if people were telling me, like, how great I was, like, because, I mean, when he was in college, he was unbelievable. Yeah, he won won the Heisman as a freshman. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like if I was in Johnny Manziel's shoes, like, I I don't know, it would be hard to adjust to being on the Browns and, like, I don't know, and becoming, like, a a professional NFL quarterback. I mean,
0: you go from Texas A&M, which is one of the best, like, environments, to, like, Berea, Ohio. Yeah. In, like, the winter. It's not an easy change, and I just don't think – I don't think Josh Gordon helped either. No. They were, like, best (laughs) friends, and everybody knows how that ended up. But, yeah, I I would like to see him get another chance. I think the AAF – this is what exactly the AAF is built for, guys like Johnny Manziel, who should get a second chance, you know what I mean, and, like, get a shot to play and show what he can do. Uh, So we'll see what happens, see if he turns it around, Um, but – Also, it's going to help the AAF with ratings. I mean, everybody's going to want to tune in to watch Johnny Menzel. Yeah, that's true. So that's it for that. Uh, As far as the AAF goes, one of their interesting rules this uh, league has created was the onside kick rule. We talked about it before, uh, and I guess the NFL now is considering putting it into play in their own game. So the onside kick rule, for people who don't know, uh, instead of an onside kick in the NFL, it's a 4th uh, uh, and 15 on the on your own 20. So you have one down, 15 yards, to get the ball back, and that's like the onside kick. Now obviously if you miss it, the opponent gets the ball on your 20, um, so it's not great if you want to miss it. But they put it to, to the vote with the owners, and it passed. Um, only one guy opposed it, uh, the Giants owner, Mara. He said that he doesn't want it to be like arena football anymore. (laughs) But I mean, I get it. I understand it. What was your opinion on it?
1: I mean, I think. I mean, part of the reason that, or I mean, most of the reason the NFL has changed so much about like special teams in the NFL in the past few years is because they have like the highest rate of like concussions and Mm -hmm. stuff like that happening on special teams plays. And I, I don't know. I think that. By going to something like this new rule, it would like, uh, like, eliminate, although it would like eliminate like the onside kick, it would also like eliminate injuries and things mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like that would be like in the NFL's best interest.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, onside kicks, like, if you go down and you get an onside kick, it's very rare. It's, like, one and yeah, ten. Yeah, and
1: they've made the onside kicks, like, impossible to actually yeah, recover they did, with like, all the new rule changes yeah, to make them rules. safer and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, by this point, you might as well just go to the 4th and fifteen thing.
0: Yeah, and I think it would be more exciting, too. I mean, who wouldn't want to see, like, Aaron Rodgers, 4th and fifteen in the playoffs to get the ball back? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be insane. Um, other thing in the NFL we didn't have written down, Bears-Packers opening night. Uh, Thursday, uh, I think it's September 4th, opening night. Usually the Super Bowl teams play that day um, to open the NFL, but they switched it this year. 100 seasons in the NFL, Bears-Packers now on Thursday night. Uh, Going to be an interesting game. What do you think, Brian? I, I'm i really excited. I don't know. I mean, the Bears
1: and the Packers opened up last year mm-hmm. against one and another, that was one and that, the... was, that was a great game, even though it was really, really painful <laughs> at the end. But... Being a Bears fan, but I, I think that it should be a great game. That Bears and the Packers are two of the greatest franchises mm. in the NFL, and I don't know. And also, just every time the Bears and the Packers plays, usually it's a dog fight or a blowout, yeah. and I have a feeling it's probably going to be a dog fight.
0: <laughs> and then Amos comes back to uh,
1: Soldier Field, and Ha Ha Dix is yeah. going against his own, own old team. You think Amos will get booed? No, I don't no. think so. I, I think, think that would Ha-Ha be like would wrong. Be booed. Really? Yeah. I mean, Adrian Amos just, like, took the most money. I don't blame him yeah. at all for, like, going I mean, We outbid
0: – who did we outbid? I think we outbid somebody for Amos. We outbid the Colts for Preston Smith, and we outbid the Jets for Zedaria Smith. Really? Man, when's the last time the Packers outbid a team?
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I really like the Zedaria Smith signing. Yeah. I think Zedaria Smith could be very, very good. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. You guys lost Kevin White. How does that feel? Oh, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts real bad. <laughs> you got Mike Davis, though, right, from the Seahawks. So exciting. Yeah. So exciting. So they're making the moves right now. No first round pick. No second round pick. But we got that third round pick. You got the third round pick. Uh, So, I mean, you're going to see a new look Packers, which is something I'm excited for.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is going to be the first time that Mike McCarthy isn't isn't there. Yeah, no McCarthy.
0: You got a whole new offense. You got Amos, Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith. Two first round picks, probably.
1: Do you think that the Packers are going to have, like, more of a run-heavy offense? I hope not.
0: But, I mean, you look at what he did in Tennessee. He did the run-heavy offense, but he had Mariota as his quarterback. I feel like he developed, He switches up his offense a little bit to fit Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I no, I think you're right. But I think they will
1: run the ball a little bit more Yeah. Than like, which I think, honestly, they should. Like, it's, like, in their best interest to run the ball a little bit more mm-hmm. than, like, Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, like, 57 times in a game. Yeah, and
0: then that <laughs> protects Aaron Rodgers, too, because, I mean, his collar run's not the strongest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean... And, I
1: mean, you got, like, people like Khalil Mack in the division. Oh, you know, yeah. This Khalil Leonard Mack. Floyd Leonard Premier Floyd. Premier edge yeah. rushers yeah. just coming I mean, after who, who Aaron Rodgers the, uh, every play.
0: Lions got uh, Trey Flowers. Oh, oh that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Trey Flowers. Uh But yeah, I think, (laughs) I mean, you saw it. We tried to get. I think we were in on Le'Veon Bell. They said we were in on Mark Ingram. Yeah, I did not know that. So you can see he's trying to get more weapons uh, for the running back position. I think they're going to draft a running back. Really? What about what's his what's his name? Aaron Jones is good, but like you go behind Aaron. Once you lose Aaron Jones, which we did last season, he had a couple injuries. You got Jamal got Jamal Williams. And like. Bibs from the Redskins. We signed off the practice. Oh jeez. So I that. mean, there's not much behind him. Again, you see with the Bears too. Like they have Jordan Howard, they have Tyon Davis, and they have uh, Cohen.
1: Yeah, I I really hope we don't get rid of Jordan Howard.
0: That'd be yeah, the trade choice. him. Yeah. What have you got like a second round pick for?
1: I don't even think we're gonna. I from what I've heard, like the most the Bears will get for Jordan Howard is like a fourth. Because like pick.
0: the Bears always do that, they get like a running back who's good for like one year, and then he just falls. Like wow. Forte. What? Uh, Langford. Forte's Walter like, Payton. Oh my god. All these guys just fall after like one or two years in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, just
1: one or two years. Yeah. Just, just one or two years of great Walter Payton. Yeah. Just one, one or two years, years. years of great. How many touchdowns
0: score in the Super Bowl, Walter Payton? Oh. oh yeah, one. Oh no, he didn't even score any, he didn't right? Didn't score any. Yeah. Okay.
1: Just check. Well, I mean, is he the greatest running back of all time? Yeah. Did he like
0: beat his wife or something? I don't think.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know you about think that. he did?
0: I don't. I don't know about that. Yeah, but he's Walter Payton Man of the Year, so sweetness. The sweetness. Yeah, but again, uh, Thursday, March September fourth, Packers Bears. Um, it's Thursday night, right?
1: Yes, yes, it yeah, is.
0: So you get to see a whole new look Packers versus the Bears. Um, see if the Bears can sort of. Uh, Super Bowl favorites. Chicago Bears. Mm, I don't know about that. Super Bowl that. favorites. I don't even know the favorites to win the division. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the Packers right now with Amos right now. I don't know why you think that Amos, well, is, Amos like is the Well, like like Amos is like the best player. He is not. We got, him, we got him cheap, and he's like a, cheap. S- we got a Swiss we Army knife. You guys are paying him like almost $10 million. Swiss a year. Army knife. But play Swiss Army knife. Yeah. You play him anywhere. What does Penn, that mean? Mike Pen. You know Mike Penn? You do
1: realize that like Adrian Amos. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like Adrian Amos. Yeah. And I think he's good. I think he's pretty good. But like, like those whole thing, like that whole thing with like the pro football focus, where he was like the number one safety <laughs> in the NFL. There's no way that is right.
0: Number one safety the last four years. There is zero
1: chance that, that is like. True. I would take that.
0: Well, they said Haha ha is like the
1: third best safety. Yeah, well, that's also not true. Yeah, I don't like, trust pro football. Adrian Amos, from what I've seen the past few years of watching Bears football, he's pretty, he can hit really hard for some reason. Yeah.
0: and Smash is his nickname. Oh, yeah, I, I wore, forgot about that. that said smash at press conference. I did not know yeah. that. Uh, sounds
1: like he's getting a little big-headed, but. It's all right. Um, and Adrian Amos is pretty good against the run, and in coverage he's like, Decent, I wouldn't say he's, like, anything Is crazy. He better
0: than Kentrell Price and Josh Jones, who we had last yes. year? Yes. Yeah.
1: No, I'm just saying, like, he's not the best safety in the NFL. And,
0: like, <laughs> ha-ha, Clint Dix, I think people are kind of, like, overblowing that a little bit. He's only making $4 million. Yeah, so I he's think, cheap. It's a prove-it deal. One-year prove-it deal. Try to get back to where he was. He's the type of guy who, like, he'll, he'll lead your team in, well, you got Eddie Jackson. But yeah. But he'll be right there on picks. He'll get a couple picks. But, like, that's it. And he'll make, like, maybe one or two tackles behind the line. He'll miss a bunch of tackles, though. He'll shy away from contact. And, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'd much rather have Adrian Amos than Yeah, I mean, he's the better player. But. but, I mean, also, like, HaHa has a one-year contract for, like, 3 or $4 million. Yeah. And he Amos, gets to play with his best friend, Eddie Jackson. So, uh, yeah, you know, prove a deal. I was
0: surprised he didn't go with the Redskins, because I feel like Landon Collins and him are, like, best friends, too. But
1: he's got a lot of great safety friends. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah,
0: uh, Alabama got the connection. Oh yeah, Landon Collins went to Alabama yeah. too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so that's it for NFL. <laughs> We're moving on to basketball. Uh, but before that, I had to remind you guys about Dom's home cuts. These Home Cuts. Uh, we're going there after the show. I'm going to get a fresh cut. I uh, haven't had one in a while since Don's been at school, but we're going to get a fresh cut now since he's on spring break. These uh, Home Cuts is the best place around northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, These Home Cuts will provide you with a professional haircut at a low price. Me, Brian, Truman, everybody, a lot of, a lot of the guests we've had on the show have gotten the haircut at Dee's at least once in their <laughs> lifetime, and they loved it. Uh, so go check him out on Instagram at these home cuts. Send him a DM to set up an appointment, and trust me, you will not be disappointed. And real quick, I just want to
1: say, in case any of you are wondering out there, what haircut Travis is gonna get after this? It will be a mohawk. <laughs> he told me before yeah. this. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, these home cuts. I mean, he's he hooks you. Up. He knows what to give you. He makes you look good. He's got a great environment. I was telling yeah, I was telling her, I was telling him the last couple shows. Like, Medina boys have been, like, in the news lately because how good they've been looking from D's home cuts. What? Yeah. You've been hearing about the buzz that all the Medina guys are looking good because of Dom? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, D's home cuts. Check them out. Professional haircuts at a low price. Basketball. I wanted to show Brian this. I want to get his live reaction to Nurkic's injury last night from the Trailblazers. He hasn't seen it. Right, Brian? No, I have not. All right, um, so we're I I love watching gruesome,
1: gruesome legs. career-altering so injuries. So we're
0: gonna get his live. If I can find the video on Twitter, I gotta find the video somewhere. Um, and we're gonna get your live reaction here. So it was, it was pretty bad. I think Kevin Ware is the worst thing I've ever seen. Do you know? You remember Kevin Ware? Was he the one where like like Louisville guy? Yeah. Yeah, and his yeah. bone was like out of his leg.
1: I do not do well with like blood and like. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Oh, okay. Just yeah, here some <laughs> images. All right, here we go. We're going to start the video. Here we go, live High reaction. There's Yusuf. He's coming in in a second. There he is.
1: Oh, wait, I didn't watch, really see it that well. Watch it.
0: Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> and, then, and then the ref, like he's laying on the ground, and the ref just kicks his leg oh. like that. <laughs> the worst injury. I think, like I said, the worst is Kevin Ware. That was easily the worst thing I've ever seen. Because, and then Willis McGahee's was bad. Do you remember that one? No, but I do remember Willis McGahee got
1: injured. I, I like, vaguely remember that, yeah, but I don't think I've ever Paul seen George's
0: it. Paul George's was bad. Did you see that one? I don't
1: know if you Probably, remember. Probably, but I don't remember. That,
0: that one, one, like, those videos are, they wake you up. Yeah, when that's you're really bad. It? Like,
1: that makes me not want to go. Like, I'm in an intramural basketball league in Akron, and I you don't. That makes me not want to play. Yeah. play. <laughs> I mean, I
0: played basketball last Friday, and, like, I don't want to play anymore because of that. Like, that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's he's just like, like, oh my God. Imagine. I don't even understand how that just happened. Like, how did his leg break like that? And he's wearing, like, spandex. Imagine if, the, like, the spandex was, like, off, and it was just his bare leg, and you saw what happened. Oh, no, oh I don't even think about It that. makes you cringe. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> hopefully he'll be all right because, uh, I mean, he's having one of his best seasons, um, but I think... Well, I mean, clearly he's not coming back. Yeah, he's done for at least a year, at least. Um, but, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was really Those are one bad. of those injuries that when you go on Twitter and his name's trending, and you don't know why Joseph Nurkic's name is trending <laughs> on Twitter, and you click on the video and it's just, it wakes you up. But uh, with the Lakers, though, they are officially eliminated from playoff contention. That means no more playoffs for LeBron. First time since 2005. It's pretty exciting, right? Brian hates LeBron just as much as we do. Uh, eight trips <laughs> to the finals, that's going to be broken. 2005, broken since he missed the playoffs. It's a good year, right? I, I agree. I, I just do not like LeBron as a player at all. And then did you see uh, his, phys- his physical trainer posted... Um, this Instagram picture, and she said, like, LeBron's groin injury should have held him out for six months, but he fought through the pain. What? And he, like, beat... He beat all the odds, and he came through, and then she deleted it right away. Yeah, well, thank God she did that, at least. Yeah, that's just... People were saying that, like, oh, for LeBron probably made her post it just to, like, show it, and then she deleted it a little bit later. But we wouldn't put past him, honestly. Really? You think he would... I, He's I... the worst. I mean... I I guess,
1: yeah, I could kind of, I I don't know, regardless, like, that's just kind of embarrassing, like, I I don't know, like, yeah, like, or I saw, like, Dwayne Wade said, like, like, you can't say that he didn't miss the play, or, like, I don't know, he had some quote the other day where, like, he pretty much said that, like, it's not LeBron's fault that the Lakers are out of the yeah, playoffs or like not
0: going to the playoffs and like I, I don't know it's just he's that, yeah, that team. illogical to me. <laughs> he's that team would have been so much better honestly if they would have kept LeBron off of it cuz they wouldn't have all the shit that they've been dealing with. I mean, he tried to trade the entire team and it didn't work out and then they hated him for the rest of the season and then they lost and missed the playoffs. So, um, pretty happy about that though, I would say. Um, but you saw like this season like they were out of it pretty much the whole season at the end and he like passed. He was like Dirk. No, it wasn't Dirk. I think he passed Michael Jordan on the scoring list. Mm-hmm. And, like, they lost that game by, like, a couple points. It was kind of a blowout, and it was against a shitty team. Yep. And he posted it on Instagram, like, congrats to me on passing <laughs> No, Lutter I didn't see that. Yeah, It's just, like, who is who does this guy? think he is. Well,
1: you know like, right? I, I remember, like, reading a whole article about that, and, like, LeBron passing Michael Jordan. Uh, it was the all-time scoring list, right? Yeah. And, um, like the announcer for the Lakers tried to do, like, the whole Vin Scully thing where, like, he, like, put the mic to the crowd to, like, measure oh their God. reaction. And, like, the Lakers were getting blown out at the time. And, like, there was literally nothing. So, like, on this live broadcast during, like, this historic moment like the yeah the Lakers <laughs> announcer put the mic to the crowd to see their great reaction to this like historic achievement and there was nothing no one cared
0: nobody cares I don't think <laughs> Lakers fans care now he's going to get Luke Walton fired he's going to be fired after this season and like who's going who'd coach that team if you're an NBA coach would you go coach with LeBron
1: I would not I mean cuz LeBron's pretty
0: much like the coach like yeah. he, he
1: is like like his word is like his word goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, I don't know. Like they were trying to get Doc Rivers to go there. I think Doc Rivers is too smart of a coach to even. Didn't try. he say that he will not yeah, go there? He won't do it. Um, but you think if he's like such a good player, like he's a good player. I'll get that. He's one of the best of all time. But you think if he was such this like amazing guy player that like coaches would want to go coach with him, but no, because yeah, he's an asshole. I'm <laughs> Court. Off the court. Good guy. Off
1: no, I love LeBron off the court. Yeah, but like, uh, on the court, I'm just not a fan.
0: And it's tough because we live, you know, kind of around the Cleveland area. And people, everybody we know, loves LeBron James.
1: Yeah. I mean, he is like a like, god around here. Me,
0: Brian, and Truman have been holding this flag, this We Hate LeBron <laughs> flag, for this many years. And it's been tough. But I think people are finally starting to see um, the, uh, uh, I don't know what to say. Like... I don't know. I, I, don't,
1: I don't know. I know what you're trying to, like, who he Who is, he really is on the court. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which is just like, he's like this, like, lead. It's not a, he's a leader, but he just comes in, he destroys the locker room, and he gets, like, maybe one championship out of it, and then he leaves that team completely depleted. Like, the like Cavs right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's LeBron James. Uh, but let's get to baseball. We got a t- couple topics here, and then we want to talk about Mike Trout's contract extension. Uh which we will talk about in a second. Uh, so guys have been getting paid lately. Uh, Justin Verlander, two years, $66 million. Chris Sale, five years, $150 million. Paul Goldschmidt, five years, one hundred thirty. million. And DeGrom today with five years, one hundred thirty-six. Yeah, that sounds
1: about right. Yeah. So guys and have been getting paid. And Anthony Rendon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know if he already got it or what. but. Oh, yeah, and we're... the Cubs just extended Kyle Hendricks, four years, $55 million.
0: So guys are getting paid. And um, Oh,
1: Anthony Rondon and Nats are not close to a deal, apparently. Okay. According to John. Well, at least
0: they're talking about it. I bet you it'll happen soon. Yeah. But, I mean,
1: honestly, at the rate that they're going. Yeah.
0: It's something, you've said it earlier, something's got to break. You can't just keep dealing out these contracts.
1: No, I mean, it makes zero sense. Like, both Cy Young winners from last year both signed extensions this past year. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know, that alone is just weird to me. Yeah. Like, just no one. Everyone is like terrified of free agency. Everyone, and it's bad. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw something earlier that said like, I'm pretty sure Major League Base like different owners this year have given out over a billion dollars in oh contract extensions. And just the past few weeks, I mean, a billion dollars in contract extensions. And like this yeah, is like just totally unheard of. A team
0: like the Indians, who their owner yesterday, Paul Dolan, said they asked him. They said, "Are you gonna resign? You know, what's going on with uh." Francisco Lindor, would you ever give out a three hundred million dollar contract? And he said, "The day we give out a three hundred million dollar contract is the day a team gives out a billion dollar contract." And then they said, "Oh, what are you gonna do? You got Lindor for three more years. You're gonna try." He's like, "What do you say to the fans?" And he said, "Oh, you better enjoy it while you can." Like,
1: who says that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, I feel like that is like the realistic like outlook for any fan of yeah. like a small market team. But like, for the owner to just come out and say that, that's pretty
0: like you your best like your fan favorite like he pretty much like leads like the, the indians in like big markets like people want to tune in to watch lindor you know he's a fun player to watch he's a fun personality off the field he's a franchise uh caliber shortstop and they just say like oh three more years and then he's gone like yeah he's,
1: i mean yeah I, I have no idea why yeah why he and he's, gonna that. Get, he's gonna get he's yeah, lot. I mean Francisco Lindor is amazing. Yeah, and he's gonna get <laughs> There's paid. There's no other way to put it.
0: Like somebody is going to pay him three hundred, four hundred billion billion million dollars uh, <laughs> to play baseball for them. Uh, but yeah, fans are pissed right now with the Indians. Um, you see now every time like the Indians post a picture or something on Twitter, uh, every comment under is like, "Oh, I enjoy this. Better enjoy this." <laughs> it's just like it pisses me off. And then you got like Trevor Bauer says he's not gonna sign. Long term deal. Yeah, he's just
1: gonna sign like these. Because Bauer's weird.
0: Um, the next, if he signs a long term deal, he's got a deal with one of his friends at Driveline. Yeah, they can shoot him with a paintball gun. It's
1: so ridiculous.
0: He's the Indians got like a lot of personalities on their team.
1: Yeah, that is true. That and, like, is a good it's point. all
0: like built. You know, it's not like they traded for it or like signed all of it.
1: I think the Indians are like, at least in my opinion. I think that the Indians and, like, the Rays are, like, the two best-run small market teams in baseball.
0: I mean, the Indians do a pretty good job of, like, trading. Like, you see, they trade away Jan Gomes, who's at, like, kind of the height of his career, I guess you could say. All-star last year. He's one
1: of the best defensive catchers. Yeah,
0: they traded him away, and they got, you know, Daniel Johnson, an outfielder from the Nationals, and they got somebody else, too, um... And you've seen it the last couple of years, they get they get rid of these players like Cliff Lee, Sabathia, a bunch of these guys at the top of their career, and they get smaller market prospects, and they like turn out for them like in a big way. Yeah, like they no. turn Sabathia into Michael Brantley, they turn Cliff Lee into oh, I can't remember who we got out of that, but they do a good job with that type of stuff, and like I don't know, I think the Indians will be okay if they lose Lindor. They got a pretty good farm system right now but we'll see what happens.
1: I mean, I thought like the trade of Edwin Encarnacion was like a really sad Good. trade. I I, yeah. I do not I do not like Encarnacion at all. Yeah, like was, I'm not a fan. He cannot hit him. when it's cold outside, which is just a huge knock on like any baseball player. He just has, like, and he a has slow, no hustle. Yeah.
0: yeah like it's just a slow swing and every now and then it connects. Yeah. It is very rare.
1: And don't get me wrong like he's going to hit like 30 home runs. Yeah. This year and like He's going to be, like, a solid hitter, but, like, i much rather have Carlos Santana, who, like, mm. at least, like, looks like, I don't know, at least in my opinion, he looks like he wants to be there. Yeah, I and mean, like, he's
0: an Indian, I mean, he's, I think he's, like, top five all-time games played with the Indians. Yeah. Um, He's, a, he draws walks, like, they're nobody's business, Um, so I think he, and he, he's cheaper than Encarnacion. Too. Exactly. So that, that, there's that I didn't think, well. gay, I think getting rid of Yanni Diaz was stupid. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know of how much I trust Jake Bowers.
1: I think Jake Bowers, I don't. Know, it's it's like a pretty. I thought that was a pretty even trade. Like both mm-hmm. players have potential, potential, and it's just like a matter of like. Uh, I
0: guess like Yanni kind of showed more in the majors than Bowers did.
1: I think Bowers though, like at least coming up as a prospect, he, although like he was never like I don't know, he was never like a top ten prospect. Mm-hmm. Like his profile like had him as just like being like a solid like, outfielder or first baseman and, like, hitting, like, 25 home runs. That's what's nice about
0: him, too, is he'll play outfield. So, like, kind of fill one of those outfield positions. And then uh, now opens the door for Hanley Ramirez to make the team. And he's been playing well lately.
1: I think that Hanley Ramirez, like, should be in Major League Baseball. I don't know. Like, for what he's making and stuff like that, I I mean, he's going to hit you home runs. and
0: I mean, this, again, talks to the Indians farm system. I mean, they signed Carlos Gonzalez. On a minor league deal. And he's going mean, to... He has the potential to be an all-star caliber player. Um, and then they signed Brad Miller the other day. And I, he's a Brad solid, Miller
1: had one really good season like yeah. two years ago. He's, so. he's
0: cheap money. Solid signing. Because, I mean, Lindor and Kipnis are going to be on the injured list. It's not disabled list anymore. Um, yeah. Coming into the season. So we need that middle infield. And I think Brad Miller will fit that pretty well. Um, but, yeah, they make good signings here and there. But... I just don't think they do a good job of keeping superstars when they're around. I mean, you saw it in the 90s, too. But it does work out for them sometimes. But it also just pisses fans off a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they got rid of Tommy. They let him walk in the 90s. They let Manny Ramirez walk. A bunch of guys. But, yeah, I understand it. But it's just going to be annoying. Uh, last thing before Mike Trout, Ichiro Suzuki retired officially on Friday or Thursday. game. Did you watch any of those?
1: I saw highlights. I like saw him like leaving the field and like mm-hmm. the standing ovation. I don't know if you saw, but he had like this one great defensive play. Really? Where he I'm pretty sure he's playing right field, I believe. He's forty five years old. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I mean he looks like he's forty five yeah. years old if we're gonna be real here. But um it was like I think it was like a there was a runner on second and it was a pop fly to him, like, in deep right field, and he, like, threw it on a line to third base. Yeah. And, like, I, that was just really impressive to me. Yeah. He's like, one of those,
0: like, Tom Brady type of players. Well, I mean, yes, not anymore, but you know what I mean? When they get older, they still stay consistent.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, Ichiro is, like, a once-in-a-lifetime kind of guy. Like, yeah. you're, I, I don't think Major League Baseball is ever going to have anything
0: It was cool seeing like him retire in Japan, too. Yeah. I mean, people were pissed because, like, he played with Seattle pretty much his whole career. And, uh, you know, when he retired, it was, like, midnight in Seattle, and people, most people weren't watching, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they want to see him walk off the field. Um, and it was kind of like a last-second decision. I think people expected it because he's 45, and uh, nobody expected him to be, like, a player for the Mariners all season. But, yeah, he's retired now. Um, you know, it was all-time great, like you said. I don't think we'll see another player like it. Um, his discipline and just, like, the way he treated his game day routine – Is something we'll never see again.
1: Yeah. And just even his style of game, like, his style of play, Mm -hmm. of just, like, making contact and, like, I don't know, getting his... I mean, he had a season where he, I don't know, he had, like, 270 hits or something (laughs) like that. Like, and I'm pretty sure that was, like, his first season. And you got to keep in mind, too, that he had, like, a whole other career in Japan before he made it to Major League Baseball. Like, I don't yeah. think he came to Major League Baseball until he was, like, 27 or 28. Just,
0: like, the way, like, you know how he, like, handles his bats? Like, he would travel with his bats, and he'd, like, keep them in this special case. Yeah. And nobody was allowed to touch him, and, like, he sat in the same seat. We talked about it on, like, our third or fourth ever show, because we read some article about it. He was just, like, every morning he'd wake up and he'd, like, take 300 practice swings in the mirror. It's just, like, Yeah. you'll never insane. see that again.
1: I did not know that, but that yeah, is crazy.
0: You'll never see that again. But, uh, yeah, that's it for that. Now the Mike Trout situation. So we talked about it on Thursday's show. Truman really wanted to be on, and we'll get him on. Eventually we'll get him and Brian back in, and we can talk about it, whether it's you know a couple months from now or whatever. Um, me and Truman started talking about this when Mike Trout signed his extension. He likes the extension. We don't, we don't love it. We don't hate it, though. I mean, I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't hate like it. Like Truman
0: made me made it seem like I hated Mike Trout. Yeah, I. I, I, don't even I like that Mike Trout as a player. He got you. You didn't hear about this. He almost got in a fist fight with me over this. Are you serious? Yeah, we were standing like right there in our basement. He got face to face with me about it, screaming about loyalty and like why do you hate Mike Trout? All this stuff, and it was he got my mom like yelled at him because he was screaming and yelling oh my about gosh. this. So yeah, oh, Mike Trout. What was it? Uh, twelve year, ten years. what was extension? Ten years. Oh God!
1: I uh, think it was twelve years. Or thir- yeah, twelve years. Um, for was Wasn't it four
0: hundred and twenty six and a half million dollars? Something like that. I'm pretty sure. But I have it up on my. Laptop. If you break it down, if you break it down, um, what he's getting paid the next two years that he was under contract, which is like sixty six, he's really only getting paid like three hundred and sixty or. Wait, yeah, $360 million. <laughs> Which is like 30 over Harper and Machado.
1: Yeah, 60 over Machado, 30 over Harper.
0: And he is better he, yeah, than both those players combined. By, yes.
1: <laughs> and, like, I mean, no player in Major League history has been better in terms of, like, total war, like, up to this age. Like, yeah. like up to, hit, like, right now, I'm pretty sure Mike Trout is 26 years old, and no player has been, like, equivalent or better than Mike Trout in terms
0: of war. And he's getting
1: paid the same level of Bryce Harper. What was What's you know, Bryce Harper's war? It's probably about half. So Mike Trout's career war up until now is 64.9. And I think Bryce Harper, here we go, is 27.4. So, I mean... It's, like, not even close. No. Like, I, I mean, Mike Trout is like, on pace to be the greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah. And at least in terms of war. And I guess you could, like, argue that, like, I don't know, like, Ted Williams and, like, Babe Ruth and stuff like that were technically better, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, facing like, this type of pitching. Like, yeah, and, like, there were also, like, like, there weren't black people. There weren't, yeah. like, Hispanic people. There, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's very
0: different. I mean, like, the pitchers back in those days were playing, throwing, like, full games. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, yeah.
1: And you're throwing, like, like, I don't know, like 300, 350 innings in a season. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: So, yeah. And, like, I just, like, Truman's big argument is the loyalty thing. He says players should stick where they're drafted. because If he wants to stay there, he is. Yeah, if he really wanted to stay with the Angels, sure, let him stay with the Angels. But they would have said, they said, and I know the article you're looking at right now, they said if he wouldn't have signed, he signed an extension, like, three or four years back with them, if he wouldn't have signed that extension, he could have got like a twelve year, six hundred million dollar contract.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like pretty much what he's valued at. As yeah. like, like Fangraphs did a whole thing, and like they like found his like true value over like the tour, over the course of his whole career up until this point, and he's been worth about six hundred million
0: dollars. Yeah, and he's getting paid Machado Harper range, and you look within the next couple of years, somebody's gonna beat that. Like Mookie Betts, I think could easily. Oh beat that. yeah,
1: though, like without a doubt, like. Or, I mean, even, like, well, I guess not Alex Bregman anymore, but, like, Aaron Judge is eventually going to come up. Like, Aaron Judge is going to get... Yeah, Lindor.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like, just the fact that Mike Trout is going to make, like, pretty much, like, half... Like, I don't even think Mike Trout has, like, truly reached his, like... Potential. Yeah. Like, I think Mike Trout could get even better. Like, every year, if you, like, look up until this point, like... Like, there's always been, like, some flaw in his game, and, like, every year he's always, like, found it and figured out what it was and, like, fixed it. Like, at one point it was, like, hitting high fastballs. He couldn't hit high fastballs very well. Yeah. He changed that. I think at one point early on in his career, he couldn't, like, hit fastballs very well in general, mm-hmm. and I, he fixed that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know. Like-
0: I don't know. I think the Angels, like, I, I understand wanting to stay with the whole team, with the team you drafted by and stay with them your whole career. But if you want to win, and I think, you know, today's day and age, debating, you know, the GOAT or whatever, is pretty much based around how many rings and, like, championships you have. And you're not, I mean, yeah, it's possible to win with the Angels, but, like, it's not likely you're going to win with a team who hasn't, re- you've been the best baseball player the last four or five years in a row. And they haven't really shown any urgency to try to build around you. You know, their pitching staff's been ass the last couple of years. I (laughs) mean, they tried to get Lincecum to come come out of like, retirement and pitch for them. It's just been – and he has the 11th highest jersey sales in the MLB, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, LeBron has been the number one guy the last couple of years. And, you know, Tom Brady's always up there in the top five of the NFL – I don't know. I think it's maybe the L.A. market, too, because, like, East Coast people don't get to watch Mike Trout as much. Yeah, And also, I think it's Mike Trout's personality.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, like, a very quiet, like, uh, he doesn't want to be, like, the center of attention. I don't know. The thing that gets me about the Mike Trout tryout, or the whole, like, or, like, Truman's argument about loyalty is the fact that, like, I don't know if a player is, like, truly being, I mean... I guess you could call it loyalty. If he, like, for example, Mike Trout staying with the Angels for like, I mean, pretty much like, I I don't know if Mike Trout would have actually gotten a six hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. I feel he like more, though. he would have gotten like almost a hundred million dollars more than yeah. what he currently got, like somewhere in the five hundred mil, like low five hundred million dollar range, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know if if the Angels weren't even willing to give him that much, like. I don't I, I just don't even think it's like worth being and loyal then, to that like, team. the loyalty thing.
0: Like yeah, it's fun to be loyal, but I just don't think. Let's say like, what is it? He signed twelve years. Let's say eight years down the line. Now the Angels are you know right where they're at. You know they're trying to rebuild. You don't you think the Angels wouldn't like think about it for a second to trade Mike Trout for like a bunch of prospects? Yeah, Do you think exactly. They would stay loyal to him. No, <laughs> like organizations don't stay loyal to players stay loyal to organizations like you saw in the nba blake griffin signed like a four-year contract extension with the clippers they said they're gonna hang his jersey in the rafters and then they traded him like at the deadline the next season yeah i mean i just don't i don't know and then he says like oh you want to stay loyal to the team that took a chance on you yeah which
1: that makes literally (laughs) zero sense (laughs) he was
0: like the number one rated high school prospect coming out of uh high High school school. yeah and he's like went through the the minor leagues like that (laughs) like Every, but someone would have taken a chance on Mike Trout.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, he went like 22 overall or 26 overall yeah, in the first like round. Anyone that's going in the first round, you're not really taking a chance on them, yeah, It might. opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just – he gets all emotional about these type of stuff. And then next thing you know, he's getting in your face, getting ready to throw a punch in your oh, face. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, but that's it for that. Um, we're going to go now. we got to move a little bit quickly because we're running towards the end here. But uh, – Baseball season starts on Thursday. Brian's big baseball guy. It's his favorite sport. Um, and we're going to do, we did it last year. We're going to do it again. Bull predictions for this upcoming season. Uh, this next Thursday, we're going to do predictions for MVP, stuff like that. But we're going to do bold predictions because I think that's one of the funnest things we did last year. And I did the Trevor Bauer, Cy Young, and that almost came true. If he wouldn't have broken his leg, he would have uh, probably gotten the Cy Young. Um, so we're going to do bold predictions, couple back and forth, we'll let Brian start.
1: Well, I mean, if you go back, I believe that I had bold predictions last year as well. Yeah. I could be wrong. I'm almost Were positive, you on the show? Yes, I think I was, and I think I had bold predictions. And I'm sure were you, if you go yeah, back...
0: Yeah, because you, you were the one making fun of me for the Trevor Bauer thing.
1: Yeah, I think you I you think make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, go ahead. Well, yeah, we I'm sure if
1: you went back and listened to mine, they would all be accurate. Yeah. So oh, th- th- there's no doubt about I that. Do so that. know that whatever I'm about to say now is going to be just, it's going to happen. It's going to so, be true. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm going to start off with, I think Robinson Cano is going to finish. I'm going to go with top, top seven in MVP voting in the NL. Wow. I think that the Mets are going to get a wild card spot behind playing in, like, the most pitcher-friendly ballpark in Major League Baseball by a long shot with uh, Jacob deGrom, who Mm -hmm. there's no way he's going to be able to repeat what he did last year, but he's Mm -hmm. still going to be a very high-quality pitcher. I think Noah Syndergaard, this could be finally, like, the year that he stays fully healthy. Yeah. And Noah Syndergaard is, uh, like, an absolute monster as well. And then I think Zach Wheeler is really going to emerge for the Mets this year, too as, like, a really high-end starting pitcher, and then you throw in, like, I mean, Stephen Matz isn't, like, great, but, like, if he can, like, figure some things out, he's definitely, like, a high-end fourth starter, and then Jason Vargas isn't bad as a fifth man. Um, I mean, they have Edwin Diaz, who I think, like, for my money, is probably the best relief pitcher in baseball right now, and going back to Robinson Cano, he's going to be hitting in the heart of the like a like wholly new revamped matt's lineup and i still think that robinson cano even though he's like i think he's like 37 right now 36 i still think he's i mean he's going to go to the hall of fame someday yeah and he is one of the greatest like hitting second baseman of all time mm-hmm. and i still think he can hit i mean last year even though he missed like most of last year he was really really good Whenever he was, like, actually on the field and not serving, like, a yeah. ED suspension or anything like that. But, or, like, healthy. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I could see Robinson Cano having a great year this year with the Mets.
0: All right. I do usually, like, pretty outside uh, Cy Young pick every year. I think Trevor Bauer's is going to win the Cy Young this year. I, I believe that. But I'm going to do an outside one. I had to look up his name because I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I saw him pitch the other day. Oh,
1: you, you – I, <laughs> I
0: was going to say yeah, that. From the uh, Mariners. He was signed last year. He's a left-handed pitcher, Japanese guy, signed out of the uh, Japanese league or whatever.
1: Nippon uh, – you know, yeah, the
0: uh, He pitched well in his first – in his debut. Um, I don't have the stats, but he pitched really well in his debut. Um, I don't know. I think – I don't know, I have a feeling about this, sort of a gut feeling. I think the Mariners aren't going to be as bad as everybody thinks. Um, they got a decent, uh, lineup right now. It's not great. Felix Hernandez is pissed off right now. Um, do you see that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't really blame him. No, but. yeah. I mean, because they're sort of rebuilding, as you could say. Yeah. And, like, why don't you just give him the record? But, yeah. So, I think Yusik Kuchi wins the Cy Young.
1: He was really good in the Nippon League, apparently. Yeah. And, I, I mean, stats, every but. time these... I don't know. I feel like it's like a general rule with a lot of the Japanese pitchers. Whenever they come over, there's like a short stretch at least where they look like they're like totally unhittable.
0: Otani last year, I mean, he had a couple of great starts. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I feel like I could see this Yusai Kikuchi Kikuchi, guy like just look like looking amazing for most of the season. But then. I don't know. Like next year, maybe he does yeah. not look so hot because yeah. everyone figures him out. But for right now, I think yeah. he's gonna look good. I I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. All right. You wanna do one more? And also, the other thing I would like to add to that is the Mariners have the second best like pitcher friendly
0: park in really? in Major What's League the Baseball. First?
1: The Mets. The okay. Mets park yeah, is like unhittable. Yeah, pretty yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. We'll do one more for you. One more bold prediction.
1: Oh, I uh, I don't know if this is exactly bold, but. I I really think that Trevor Bauer, this is the year. I, I guess I'll give both of my Cy Young predictions right mm-hmm. now. I think I think Trevor Bauer is going to win the AL Cy Young. I mean his numbers last year were absolutely
0: insane. Like I'm pretty sure he had like, let's see here. I I think he had like he would have won the Cy Young if he didn't break his leg versus the White Sox. Yeah. I remember that day. That was our fantasy football draft day. <laughs> he broke his leg.
1: I mean, like, yeah, he was striking out. Like, his strikeouts per nine were 11.3. And I that's, like, just so high. That's insane. He was giving up his home run per nine innings was .5, which mm-hmm. led all of Major League Baseball. I don't know. Like, that. that's yeah. just his FIP, was, which is fielding independent yeah. of pitching, was two point four four, which is also the highest in the whole American league. Like, his numbers were really good. His ERA plus, according to baseball reference, was one ninety eight, which is really high. That's almost like I like that's like a historic season almost. Yeah. I mean I could I, just I, see him yeah, this being the last year. year.
0: I, I could see any one of the Indians starting five, going on an insane run and just winning the Siam I think in a guy from the Indians will win a Cy Young this year. Um, unless Blake Blake Snell, I mean, he's pretty good. I, I, I mean, I, like, I was reading a whole
1: thing the other day about, like, how whenever a lot of these players have, like, a big-time breakout, like, the likelihood of them, like, repeating it again the following season or, like, their numbers even, like, being close is, like, very low. And I feel like Blake Snell kind of, like, falls in that category. Yeah. As good as I think Blake Snell is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my other bold prediction is that the Indians are, Another even though I, I love the Indians, I do not think that the Indians are going to win the Yale Central. I just feel like, I mean, Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez, there was a whole article, I believe, on The Ringer a yeah. few weeks ago on how Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez are worth more. If you combine combined, er, ah, combined <laughs> com, uh, like made a whole all-star team, out of all the best players in the AL Central that are not Indians, and you, like, took their war and then combined, like, their combined war and then compared it to Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor's war combined just from this past season, Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor have more war than, like, the best all-star team you can make out of the AL Central.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but then you look, there's a huge drop-off after those two guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's,
1: like, both of them are already injured and, like, I don't know, just... Yeah. If even if they missed like a month, or like I don't know, like if they're just not both in the same lineup and they're not clicking at the same time, mm-hmm. like the Indians are in like some serious trouble. But I think their rotation is going to be like fantastic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think the bullpen's better than people give it credit for. Uh, I just think as far as batting goes, the young guys that they have and the older guys they brought in, if they they need to work out. If they don't work out, they're screwed. Yeah, I I, I mean if like Greg Allen Zimmer. Jake Bowers, you know, these prospects, these highly tied prospects, they don't give us something, the Indians are screwed.
1: Yeah.
0: Or, yeah, like Carlos Gonzalez does nothing. Hanley Ramirez gets cut after a week or two. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think um, my bull prediction is for the NL Central, I think the Reds win that division. Wow. I trust the Reds. Listen to the Reds' roster. I'm going to give you a quick. They got what about the Cardinals? If anything, I think the Cardinals like the will Cardinals. win the
1: division. Like That's them. the great thing about the NL Central is anyone can win, practically. <laughs> they had, they had one the of the Pirates. best
0: lineups last year. The only problem they've had is pitching. Yeah, their pitching out, is They awful. went out this year. They got Sonny Gray. They got an ace now. Oh, an if ace. He, if he bounces back, they got ace. Tanner Tanner uh, Rourke, Rourke uh, Alex Wood. They got him now. They got Lewis Steele. Um Luis pre- Castillo could be really, really good. good. Um, I'm not really sure who their fifth guy would be, like Amir Garrett.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be, right now, it's going to be, um, what's his name? It's like something Molly or um, Tyler. Tyler Maley. Maley. I think it's pronounced Maley, yeah. actually.
0: But I think they're pretty good. And they got Puig over the offseason. Puig's a good outfielder. They got Matt Kemp as well.
1: Here's, here's a little bold prediction yeah. here if we're going to keep going off of this. I think that. Jesse Winker for the Reds. He's an outfielder. He's really young. I think he'll have more fantasy points. He'll finish with more fantasy points this year than Yasiel Puig. Wow. He hit really well last year and his brief, like, he he got injured for most of last year. But, like, while he was healthy. Yeah. And he's super young. And he has, like, if you're looking at, like, his numbers, he has one of the best eyes in Major League Baseball last year when he was healthy. Yeah. And I could just – I don't know. I, I don't think that Yasiel Puig is that great. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I like Puig, But Puig. He's really for, talented. That's though. it for our sure show today. we <laughs> got to wrap it up. Uh, baseball starts Thursday. You pretty pumped up, Brian? I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, Who the Cubs got first? Uh, the Texas Rangers. Oh.
1: Wow. And you're going to see you Darvish and Kyle Hendricks return to play against the Texas Rangers. Who's, oh, and Cole Hamels.
0: Who's the uh, – Texas. Who's the Rangers ace? Who are they rolling with? Uh, it's Mike Miner. <laughs> okay. There you go. So, uh he's still some a real, real heavy hitter. Wasn't he with, he was in like a bullpen. Yeah, like no, he's
1: transitioned from the, the Royals bullpen to, year. yeah, from yeah. the bullpen to the start. And He
0: wasn't rotation. even good with the, oh, whatever. He
1: signed a decently large contract.
0: Yeah. But, uh yeah, and then Dallas Keuchel still out there for some reason, but, uh that's it for our show today. We want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts. Uh, we ask that you go on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Check us out. Leave us a five-star rating interview wherever you go. Um, follow us also on Twitter, TNT Sports Talk 12. Send us a DM if you have questions, comments, or concerns. Other than that, though, that's our show today. Tune in on uh, Thursday. We're going to have Truman and his roommate, Ryan, first time on the show in. Uh, doing a little March Madness, a little baseball. But that's it for our show today. We want to thank you. To everybody who's listening, and uh, tune in on Thursday. Thanks, guys.
1: Go.